Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this iteration of Faster Than a Stand-Up. I'm Brent Lamott. Joining me today on our next in the Fundamentals of Scrum series, I've got good friends from the SAP ISBN uh, Agile Operations, part of Enablement Operations, and goodness, that's a mouthful of words. <laughs> Sunny Sangha, Danielle Jones. Greetings, friends. How are you? Great, Brent. Thanks for having me back. Of yeah, course. Thank you. Of course. So today, as part of our uh, fundamentals of, of Scrum, we're talking through one of the next events, which is the sprint review. Sonny, you want to take us through what a sprint review is? Yeah, it's the opportunity at the end of a time box to actually present to the stakeholders the actual work the team has done in the previous sprint. It's an opportunity to show showcase the actual features working features or whatever it can be right whether it's you fix stuff whether you're actually delivering value to a customer well, all of it should be that um and then it's an opportunity to actually then reflect for a moment at the end as well um with the stakeholders and the product ownership team and the team itself as well um to look ahead as well so open up the backlog, maybe even open up the roadmap as well if a product owner has that as an artifact to then say, okay, what are we doing in the near future? We're not, we're not talking here like what are we doing next three to six months, but we're just saying like over the next couple of sprints, this is top of the backlog um, and this is where our focus is going to be. It's an opportunity to maybe look at that as well, um, which I think often teams sometimes miss out. They often go, here's a demo. Thank you very much. Um, end of sprint review yeah well i mean i think you end up you uh, i think we've all worked on teams where uh it was called demo day right yeah. and so you would have uh no reflection no inspect no adapt and danielle wouldn't you say that there are times where if you could do it all over again you'd want to make sure you did something like talk about whether or not you reached your sprint goal. Absolutely. We miss the mark on that one completely most of the time. Um, and there's also, we miss the mark on talking about things that aren't demoable. Maybe we didn't do something that we can actually show you, but we worked really hard on figuring out a problem and it's still going to provide some sort of value, but there's nothing to actually demo. So I feel we miss out Everything that Sunny says, yes, we do. But I think the opportunities also, we don't talk about maybe some of the things we didn't, we can't show, or maybe some of the things we didn't get to, but we still want to. Um, so yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things, I think, as part of this fundamental series that I think is really cool is that we get to have a conversation to, or at least the goal is to have conversations with or to people who are new to being a scrum master or new to being a coach. And it's, things you need to remember about specific events. And I think one of those things that we've covered so far when it comes to a sprint review is, first off, make sure you're demoing stuff. Secondly, to your point, Danielle, make sure that you talk about the things that you can't demo. For technical teams, usually they have code that they can't show. Like, yeah. you know, we worked on code X, but we can't really show it. And I remember working on teams where, they were like, well, I can't show it. That's like, yes, you can. Given your audience, you can probably, here's, here's screen number one. Here's what it used to look like. Here's screen number two. This is what it looks like. And you don't have to walk them through the nitty gritty of what it does, but you should at least be able to talk about how 
what you did ties back to the sprint goal or what, how what you did is really important and how it helps the team moving forward. So I think those are pieces that we really need to make sure that we talk about in a sprint yeah. review is not only how did the team meet the goal, how they were successful in the sprint or that they weren't, right? I mean, mm -hmm. let's talk about transparency there is I think that teams like to only talk about the good things in a sprint right. review. Yeah, you know, we had 14 tickets and we covered 12 of them. Yep. Okay, but the two that you missed are really, really critical. <laughs> and, you know, you don't give your, uh, you don't give your stakeholders an opportunity to go. So what's the, what, what's the reason why this didn't work? Or why didn't you get something done? And teams, teams, I feel don't want to have to talk about how they didn't do something right. Mm -hmm. They only want to talk about how they did something right, because, oh my gosh, it's all stakeholders in this meeting. So, Sunny, if there was one thing you wanted, you would want to do in a sprint review, what's the what's the one thing you want to make sure that you have reflected? I don't think I see enough where, and maybe this is just in my experience, is um, where product owner pro, product owners take the lead in the actual sprint review, rather than sitting with mm -hmm. the stakeholders. Um, mm -hmm. I often find that a bit of if I go into a team, I find that a bit of a red alert <clears throat> or a red flag if the product owner is sitting there with the stakeholders and seeing the product for the first time in the sprint review. Um, I often like to encourage the actual product owner to take charge of the sprint review and actually be responsible and accountable for it as well. And then the developers are sitting there on standby if they need to show things as well, um, if they need to give a hand in any way. Um, I've seen this work in one team many years ago really well um, because then at that point, the product owner has that relationship probably which is closer to the stakeholder, right? Which then means the dialogue starts to change in a different level um, as well um, when the product owner is actually facilitating and leading that actual sprint sprint review. So, yeah. Danielle? Yeah, yeah. Danielle? I 100% agree with that. Um, Often, like the stake, some of the stakeholders do not speak developer. It's um, it's a language, and so, and the, some of the developers are not public speakers. Like they they are good at what they do, but they cannot explain it to people who are not developers. So that's where I feel the product owner should take that and say, you know what, I know exactly what they wanted because I asked for it on their behalf. Now let me re-explain what happened, and you know, kind of give them the layman's term, so to speak. Um, so yeah, there's a missed opportunity there for sure. Um, and then just to reiterate what we said earlier, I don't think we do a good job of talking about um, things that are not necessarily something we can show, but they still provided some sort of value, whether it was a fix or whether it was like research that we did, because sometimes you spend a whole entire sprint, you know, kind of researching what you're about to do. So explain that, show exactly like we didn't necessarily get code done, but here's what we did figure out. Um, and it's still going to provide that value, say, in the next several sprints, but we want to know, we'll let you know where we spent a lot of our time. So yeah, that exactly what Sunny said. And then plus, you know, let's talk about what we can't show. And I think this brings up a good point in that a shortcoming that I see with a lot of teams is that they say, well, we're not going to have a sprint review because nobody shows up. None of the stakeholders show up. And I would say to that, there is still value. There is still value to the team to show the rest of the team. Here's what happened. Uh, I think that you can have, if you have stakeholders who refuse to show up to a sprint review, 
are you done being a are you done being a stakeholder right do you do you then give up that right to say that you're a stakeholder if you're never going to want to see the work that's done and having your product owner to Sonny's point having your product owner being the voice of the customer and the voice of the stakeholder in this conversation what i've said to, to product owners is look if no one else shows up you still have to defend what this team has done you still have to go and have that conversation to say the work is getting done or how about if you actually showed up to the sprint review there's a reason why we have this and then you can continue the conversation but your job is to not only be the voice of the customer and the voice of the stakeholder in this but your job after this is to defend the work that has happened with the stakeholders and with the customers so that there is no disconnect from what the team has done and what the stakeholders need. And I think that's a place where product owners fall off is that they forget that they have to, they are the translation layer to your point, Danielle, they are the translation layer between customer and team. And if they're not doing their job right. Yeah. It's like, do you, do you blame the stakeholder or do you blame the liaison, which like the product owner? Because I don't want to give up my right as a stakeholder just because I can't make it to a review. But at the same time, you're giving up a little bit of that power saying like, oh, well, what did we do? How, well, I don't like that. Well, you know, that then the review would have been the time for you to show up and say, you know, hey, maybe you didn't like the way that came out. But again, who who makes sure who makes sure I'm there? Me as a stakeholder or do does my product owner like really you know, say, hey, I need you to show up. Like, this is important. Yeah. Well, Sonny, wouldn't you say that sometimes the product owners would say to the scrum master or to the coach, congratulations, it's your job to wrangle the product, you know, to wrangle the stakeholders to the meeting. See, he's nodding. So for those of you who are on audio, Sorry. he nods because he thought that was correct. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, it's, it's, it's an interesting conversation always. Um, when you have tried to, obviously, I think all of us at some point have had to facilitate a sprint review um, as well. But I think it's always an interesting conversation with product owners, depending on the products they're working on, depending on the relationships with the stakeholders as well. Um, and even some of them, even if they've got access to stakeholders or customers as well. Right, yeah. you're a product so owner in name only. Yeah. that's that, And that's actually a great point. Sorry, Daniel, yeah. go ahead. No, I was just going to say, kind of devil's advocate maybe our stakeholders are not showing up because we're not having effective reviews or they feel like i've been i haven't gotten anything out of it, it why am i coming back like so we again miss the mark on making the review remember remember memorable that's not a word memorable it's not like a uh, child now um so that my stakeholder like time is not being valued i feel so i'm not going to come back maybe so yep. we miss kind of all these marks and making a very good review. So uh, maybe I don't want to come back. It's everybody's well, part, I guess. Yeah, and what I'll say to that is, I think that's a great conversation to have with the scrum master or the coach is to say to them, look, your job may not be to wrangle them, but your job is to make that meeting effective. So if the meeting isn't effective, how about you start by having a conversation with your stakeholders and go, okay, I haven't seen you at some, some sprint reviews and I'm just kind of curious, do you find value in it? Or is it, you know, are, are you getting what you need? And if they say no, great. And if they say yes, interesting. So 
if if you say that they're good meetings, why aren't you here? All mm -hmm. right. So in the limited time that we have left, uh, let's go with the if there was one thing you wanted to make sure happened, what would it in a sprint review? What would it be? Sunny. Make sure you spend time with stakeholders um, looking to the future, looking at at least the next couple of sprints of what, what's going to be delivered, because I think it's an opportunity to inspect and adapt the backlog there and then um, with the developers present, with the team present what's as well, which is that? really, really cool, because at that point, you're basically hearing straight from the horse's mouth, right, on right. whys the whys as well, which often get asked as well in other events like refinement if they don't hear it firsthand. So I think it's a really good, I think it also, that also encourages maybe some building relationships and exchange um, of conversation as well in that sort of set environment. I think that's what the sprint review, especially this latter part of it, is actually designed to do. I ask you for one and you give me more. It's totally cool right <laughs> i'll give you more no. uh, well <laughs> danielle did he steal your thunder is there something that you think we want we want to make sure that we cover uh, plus one to everything you said and then i would say make sure that you are including everyone who attends the meeting so that oh, yeah, they do feel it's effective yeah, they'll be point. inclusive and go over everything make it interactive i don't care if you research how to create a button go over it all um so that People are not like, well, we never talked about that or we haven't talked about that since, you know, two months ago. So make sure you're going over everything that the stakeholders have actually touched on at some point. Um, you don't have to go over your entire project, but make it interactive, make it inclusive. Well, I think this is a perfect place for us to end. Thanks again for being on this uh, session where we're talking through the fundamentals of Scrum. And until that next iteration, I'm Brent. I'm Danielle. I'm Sunny. Until the next iteration, you could give them, Danielle, what, what kind of a rating can you give us? Five stars. A five-star rating at your favorite podcast provider. You can reach out to us on mail at info at fasterthanstandup.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Faster Standup. Thanks for listening. And that was Faster Than a Standup. The opinions on this podcast are solely those of the participants and not of their employers. 